0: the flag of the United States of America
1: the and bright stars, through the, the ramparts we
2: watch, of gallantly
3: and to the republic
0: stands. There, the
1: One, there. There. One nation.
5: coming and it's not gonna be pretty it's great to have storable food but when that runs out what are you gonna do your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food so I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years and off the bat almost all seed companies are the same as long as they're non GMO heirloom yada yada. but it's the following years that really concern me so I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year and when you get seeds there's there's a lot of seeds in a pack a whole lot you're probably not going to use them all if you have a small garden so you want to make sure they last again the following year so the best company i found for these seeds is called survival essentials and you can go on their webpage it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse so go to survival-essentials.com save 10 percent with promo code defiant and Get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code Defiant, saves you 10 percent
6: it's time to resist they can't arrest us all and they can't keep all your kids home from school they can't keep every government building closed we don't have to accept the mandates lockdowns and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats we can simply say no not again the only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply refuse to show vaccine passports refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
1: in the army of my
3: God the Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer the Holy Bible is my code of conduct faith, prayer in the word are my weapons of warfare I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity and tested by fire I am a volunteer in this army I am enlisted for eternity I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles Cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory! I will not give up! I will not turn around!
1: I am a soldier!
7: I had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat, and speaking low, he said,
0: We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep, but tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone, your courage is lost, you're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one on land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent, but you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and trade it in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm so they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. And let us pray to God, to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
8: Are you sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia?
3: God save King
2: George I think we
0: came to the right place.
2: Broadcasting live in the live to patriot control of America. You're listening. To the Petrie party podcast now on the show the chair is against
9: the wall the muskrat jumps over the berm
3: this is your last chance after this there is no
9: turning back
3: you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe you take the red pill you stay in wonderland and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
10: I never thought I would be at 23 on the verge of spontaneous combustion wall with me. But I guess that it comes with a territory, anomalous landscape of never ending calamity. I need you to hear, I need you to see. But I am I can take an exploding, like an of possible. earth black so i gotta leave if
2: another edition of the Patriot Party podcast. I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V-Lynn. Hello, Patriots. What up, fuckers? Hmm. Anyway, I thought the Pardon Me song was in line with what's going on today because currently Liberty and Bell were pardoned today by Joe Biden. I'm sure he was practicing so he could say James R. Biden and Hunter S. Biden. <laughs> I- I'm just guessing. I'm guessing he was practicing. Oh, and Myself, Joseph Robinette Biden. I'm sure he was just practicing today, getting ready to say his pardon speech when he pardons everybody who committed all these crimes and these mass atrocities against our country. So you believe if you've done enough and 60 percent of this country thinks that you should hang or you should die or go to jail for the rest of your life, then if 60 percent of the population votes and says you should go to jail. Bye bye peace, bitch. Or they kick you out in the street and they let us have our way with you. One of the two. I think our way will be too quick.
5: Mm, there will come a time when they can't walk down the street.
2: Oh, this is true. There will. There will. Anyway, so how was your guy's day? How was your day, babe? You are at your mom's.
5: I was. I did yard work with a little one. He did pretty well, actually. He picked up about um, a metric ton of dog shit. Oh.
2: It's up into blades of grass, but okay.
5: No, an entire like we filled an entire large like trash bag garbage can. With Damn dog shit. He's it's probably been you know two months since he's been over there to do it, and so uh, yeah. Um, and we weeded and you know I used the weed eater and all that good stuff, trimmed fun stuff, and then we went to Sam's Club so that I could buy fixings for Thanksgiving dinner. I,
2: I don't even want to know.
5: No, you really don't. I how much did you spend? Just four hundred and sixty-four dollars. And I didn't even buy a turkey. My dad bought the turkey. Now, some of that was snacks and stuff, you know, I mean, normal stuff to get through. Um, the peanut oil alone was $60. You remember when that was $28?
2: Yeah. Oh, Do yeah. you remember yeah. that it was cheaper to, to get fry, peanut oil to than, deep fry than, your turkey mm-hmm. than it was to yep. bake it? Yep. In the
5: oven. yeah, Not anymore. It's $60. And I mean, it was, you know, it's 35 pounds of oil. It's from Sam's Club. So it's a big thing. We can use it. We have, we'll have three turkeys. I mean, not all, all at once, but you know, you, you know, you can reuse that stuff. But, um, you know, the potatoes and carrots and mushrooms and whatnot, stuff that's not finished growing here yet, or we've already gone through what we've grown. Um,
2: and, uh. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's our only, only our second season of growing. So we don't know exactly where we're at in the consumption rate yet. So we don't know when to replant for specific events because eventually. And honestly, I mean, I should
5: have, I should have planted in September, but I was
2: launching the business
5: and I, for like three weeks, I didn't, or I should have planted the first week in October. And I was so busy with the electric culture. I just, I didn't, I didn't have a chance. I didn't get to. Um, It was, you know, pay the, Bills or grow the food. It's what it came to. I, I had to find a balance. Now I replanted everything, and the fucking chickens got in the garden and they ate it all. They ate it all.
2: So well, now we've well, we're but decimate some chicken population. We
5: are so. about to decimate some chicken population. However, um, when we put the new fence in next week, or start to put the fence in on Friday, I'm going to take some of that fencing that we currently have up, and. Just put it over the top of the garden, you know. I'm gonna refence the the second garden.
2: Shit, I don't know why you hadn't done that already.
5: Because I didn't have enough fencing, and that shit's expensive.
2: Oh, okay. So <laughs> could have used chicken wire. Just gotten some chicken wire done.
5: Yeah, that's true. Still, ex- chicken wire is yeah. really fucking expensive there too. It, is. it doesn't matter. Um, And I didn't want to put bird netting up there because I was afraid they'd get caught in it. You know, I have tons of bird netting, but it's a net for a reason. So, um.
2: And they're retarded.
5: Yeah, and they are fucking retarded. So, So, yeah.
2: Anyway. We got that going for us.
5: But that's okay, because where we live, our growing season is insane. And I I cut open a bunch of uh, those jugs that I've been saving, like milk jugs and juice jugs and whatnot. Um, And uh, I started growing microgreens in them, and I've got like seven things of microgreens going.
2: That are Those are excellent to eat, too. You know it takes like a whole year to grow pumpkins, right? I know. If you start growing pumpkins now, we'll have pumpkins by next October. I know. That's
5: why I threw them in the compost heap, because I want those seeds to just kind of seed themselves inside that compost and grow out of that compost box that I built. Okay. Well. That's kind of my plan for the we'll, pumpkins. We'll have pumpkins, mm-hmm. like a lot of them. We'll have a shit ton of pumpkins. Yeah. Um, of But yeah, everything is, I mean, it's it's just, a, it, I didn't even fill a grocery cart. Damn.
2: <laughs> At... Sam's Club. At or Sam's Club. Costco mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah,
5: Sam's Club. And it was four hundred and sixty-four dollars. That used to be two carts worth of food. Yeah. You know. And Easy. now, you know. And I mean I got I didn't there was a, a leg of lamb that was twenty five percent off that I picked up and some
2: So we, that was bad at you know, I didn't really get any meats either. I'm I'm really getting tired of hearing people say, Well, is it bad enough yet? Is it? You know, I'm look, look, listen. Argentina just elected elected one of their first uh, Republican members of their House, mm-hmm. and he is uh, again here. I I pro- proclaim and I tell you all: do not fall in love with peti- politicians. Fall in love with the results. He is, for the most part, a very boisterous Trump esque like character. He calls them shit leftards. <clears throat> I, I I don't blame him he should um mm-hmm. uh, again what did it take though for argent do you know that argentina was sitting at 140 percent inflation that's what it took for voting folks we're never going to make a if we're waiting for 140 percent inflation i'm not going to wait around for that if you all are waiting around for that that's fine Go for it. If that's your, oh shit, I can't deal with it anymore. No, there are Americans right now who cannot deal with it now. Let's not forget if we make it to 140% inflation because three quarters of this country couldn't deal with it. 140%, do you know what 100? One of the problems that we have in our own government is this, we have inflationary bends and bubbles. It go up and down like a fucking sea, right? No, one of the
5: problems is that they fake the numbers to try and make people feel better. Well, that
2: is the that's part of it. That's part of it. But this is the other problem. When inflation starts to rise, right? When businesses realize what you will pay for products, prices seldom, if ever, come down. They won't come back down. Inflation does this to the market. Once it okay, let's uh let's put it in something I can explain really easy. About three, four years ago, four years ago, it costed you about $320 to get your springs changed in your, for your garage door. All mm-hmm. right. Currently, you can't get that done for less than $580. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Inflation. Now get this. When inflation goes back to 1%, do you think my boss is going to change the prices on a spring change? No. 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 It's still going to cost you $580. Mm -hmm. Why? Why am I, you already were willing to pay that before. Why would I change my prices now? It's called capitalism. But the problem is, is that we have such rapid growth in inflation and we've had such rapid growth in inflation that shit's gone way up look at prices prices are way the fuck up your gallon of milk ain't going to change once they realize five dollars for a gallon of milk you're paying 580 for a gallon of milk right now when inflation goes back down do you think the price of milk's going to go back down to a dollar no it's going to stay at 580
5: i mean it it might it might go down a dollar it might
2: they, they don't normally do that. That's the problem with inflation. So if you're waiting on 140% inflation where you're paying $1,000 to get your springs changed in your garage door, you can fuck right the fuck off and just stay out there because I'm not going to be with you. I will have already revolted at that point, and you are either with me or you're not. Because I ain't sitting around waiting for a hundred fucking. That means every truck driver going to the gas station, filling up a thousand gallons of fuel in his truck will be spending close to $5,000 alone in gas Mm -hmm. just to fill his truck up. Think about that. Mm -hmm. That's, that's what we're willing to pay now. This shit ain't going to get no better. Inflation ain't no good. And don't tell me, well, it's not bad enough yet. How is it not bad enough? We just broke the $1 trillion credit mark ranking in the United States for everybody, every one of us in the U.S. If you have a credit card and you're a consumer in the U.S., we just broke the $1 trillion threshold, which means we've all maxed out our fucking credit cards to the umpteenth, tenth, yep. and then passed some. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Inflation is doing a bang up job for us. The yeah. government yep. is doing a bang up job for us because they're the ones that are supposed to control that shit. Hmm. But they keep spending money recklessly, left, right, and center. Doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Republicans and Democrats both spend money. We can't get a fiscal conservative in there at all because nobody elect them because they're boring. Because they remind you of that teacher in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bueller, Bueller. That's why. Because
11: well, they're the fiscally
2: new, conservative. They don't want to spend money. The new president
5: of Argentina might be a, um, well, actually, he calls himself a, a, libertarian. a libertarian. He's yes, not a fiscal Because he said liberal means something different here than yes. it does there.
2: Liberal means retard down there. Exactly.
5: Out. Exactly. Um, but speaking of him, let's uh
11: let's start with that real quick. Hmm.
2: Did you fuck with my chair?
5: I did not. I wasn't even in your chair.
2: Somebody fuck with my chair. Cause now I can't rock it.
12: I don't touch your chair, baby. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
12: Glad you're streaming with us. Well, supporters of the new president, Argentina, call him the madman, the Whig. It's due to the floppy hair. He calls himself the lion and the anarcho-capitalist on the campaign trail. He has said that he is his five clone dogs are his four-legged children, and his best strategists, he called Pope Francis, a fellow Argentinian, a deeply Catholic country, a communist turd.
2: Yeah, well, Javier Millet is his
6: name, and he won. He won big. He won going away in the Argentinian presidential election. Really a landslide uh, election, although Millet has suggested that people should be allowed to sell their own vital organs. He's a complete libertarian. Uh, Get rid of tuition-free public education. Wants to replace the Argentinian peso with the U.S. dollar. End the peso. Close the central bank. Uh, He's got a really ambitious agenda. The younger generation is his biggest supporter. Uh, so, for more on this, let's bring in ABC News correspondent Matt Rivers. So, Matt, uh, tell us about Javier Milei. He's, he's been compared to Donald Trump and Jair uh, Bolsonaro of Brazil, but he's got kind of his own his own style, but also just the radicalism of his proposals, radical libertarianism.
9: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Jerry. I mean, I think in some ways he's he's way more extreme than Bolsonaro or or Trump. I think he makes Trump almost look like a conventional political candidate, and that says something. Whether you like Trump or not, you know he's controversial, and yet Millet takes it to a whole nother level. This is a guy who actually lost in the first round of voting in Argentina, Argentina's presidential elections a few weeks back. But in this second round, in the runoff between him and the country's current finance minister, he won by a landslide, won by almost 3 million votes in total, about a 12% difference between uh, him and, the, and and his challenger there. Uh, but I think you listed a lot of these things off the top. He is a very radical politician. He wants to abolish the central bank, replace the peso with the U.S. dollar, abolish abortion, ease gun control laws, abolish the country's tuition-free Public education system. But those are some of the more, I guess you could say, mainstream ideas, if you wanted to call it that. Beyond that, he talks about, as you said off the top, that he gets economic advice through a medium uh, from his now dead dog. He called fellow Argentinian, Pope Francis, a socialist SOB. He calls climate change a socialist lie. He wants to allow people to sell their organs. He is a very different sort of p- politician in every possible way. And yet, he will take the presidency of Argentina in just a few weeks' time.
12: So give us some background, Matt, of how he pulled this off, how he he gained. When you look at the history of Argentina, Argentina and Mm -hmm. and the leadership uh, throughout throughout the decades, um, this is beyond extreme when you think about uh, this country and and, and the people.
2: Okay, get ready, folks. Here comes the spit. Here comes the leftist liberal spit. And you're about to see this because she is seething right now. She's She's like, how could, how could he, because you know what she's scared of? If, if this guy won down in Argentina, Trump could win here. And you know what I've heard all day because rumble was down mm -hmm. because they had some huge attack today, whatever, uh, whatever they're going to chalk it up to this Uh time. they're just, their shit sucks and their search engine blows. But minus all of that, when I got to listen to a ton of liberals today. One of the things I heard over and over again, well, if he can win there, Trump can win here. Especially and these women. numbers that NBC is reporting. Oh doggy. Wait, just watch. You're you're getting ready to watch the spin right here.
5: And you know, she says, "Okay, they're so shocked that he won over the finance minister. Their inflation's at 140%. Who's at fault?" Who, the, it, the, finance, the finance, minister. finance minister and on top of that and the government they've always had they've been run by nazis for 75 years where the fuck do you think the nazis went they went to argentina their entire towns, entire set. cities in argentina that are all full of blonde-haired blue-eyed people that still speak german they are nazis
2: and the people are tired of it i've been there folks they're tired of it i've been there and the other and thing and I was confused because I was coming out of a group that our primary languages that we spoke were French and Russian. And I was being pulled specifically for a mission to go to Argentina. And I'm sitting there, why am I there? Because this dumbass speaks fucking German. And what were those people speaking? German. German. Yep. And I was sitting there going, holy fucking shit, it's real. Okay,
5: real quick, the quick quick story, okay. Um, just cause why not? When I was a kid we lived in London for about a year and a half and I had an au pair from Spain named Alejandra. She was fantastic. She was 18. She lived with us. She actually came back to the States with us and lived with us for a year. And my mom stayed in touch with her. And when I was 15, she got married, uh, in Alicante on the coast of Del Sol in, in Spain. And so we went over there for a long weekend for her wedding. We just, flew to spain for a long weekend who does (laughs) that anyway and it was a blast but she was marrying the son of an argentinian minister someone who was very high up in the government and they had he had a a cousin right so that the nephew of the argentinian minister was 16 and he i mean he was he was good looking you know dark hair blue eyes um pretty tall you know he was cute whatever but uh they loved the fact that I spoke German. That my mom was born in Germany. They wanted me, they wanted to marry me off to this the nephew of the Argentinian minister of I don't know what the fuck. Um and they promised me like I could be on the Olympic equestrian team. Twelve camels, get right? No, no, that oh, was no, that, that, that was when was, I was eight. Yeah. That was in Morocco. Morocco. It was in Morocco. No, no, no. They wanted to marry me off to the the nephew of the Argentinian minister of I have no fucking clue what. But well, um, you're a fucking
2: idiot. You should have jumped on that one because no, I'm a loser compared
5: to him. then they found out um, I wasn't a virgin. <laughs> it didn't work. Damn.
2: <laughs> My wife's a slut. No, you had, had to
5: be pure. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, and that was the thing um, because I'd, I had lapsed from Catholicism for about 10 years at that point. Um, but they, they insisted. That, like, they straight up told my mom, well, she'll have to be, you know, checked by a a midwife.
2: Oh, that's not happening.
5: To make sure that um, she's intact before she can marry anyone in my family. (laughs) My mom mom busted out laughing. She's like, she's been riding horses her entire life. She is not intact anywhere. It was a, you know, a nice play, but it, it didn't work. So I was like, fuck no, I'm not marrying. I'm 15. I'm not marrying some fucking politician's nephew. Are you kidding me? I probably should have.
2: Just saying, I'm a I'm a loser second choice. <laughs> I'm just saying.
5: Anyway, but they were socialists, so because they were Nazis. Anyway, we'll continue with this.
2: That was Lowe's. Get ready for the Leo. Spin. That was Lowe's. That happened here in Savannah. And she got rehired by Lowe's after enough people brought it to their attention that they fired somebody just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Anyway.
12: Oh, uh, that that he will serve. What happened?
9: Well, I I think really what it says is about the moment that Argentina is experiencing right now, or rather the last couple of decades of economic malaise. I mean, you said right off the top there that some of his biggest supporters are the younger generation, people in their 20s, early 30s. Those are people that have quite literally never known in Argentina not in economic crisis, lurching from one crisis to the next, guided by these two main political parties, neither of whom seems able to fix anything. This is one of the worst performing economies over the last several decades. Inflation now is it more than 140 percent roughly 40 percent of the country is in poverty so you've got Argentinians looking around who fully well know that this guy is relatively extreme some voters would even call him uh you know someone who they would have never voted for in normal times and yet they say well what do we have to lose because our lives our economic crisis is so bad at the moment that let's roll the dice with this guy who wants to completely upend quite literally every aspect of our Argentinian society in lieu of just voting for a guy on the other side who is the current finance minister. I don't know that he ever really stood a chance given the economic environment that we've seen in in Argentina. People vote with their pocketbooks, and that's what we're seeing right now.
12: Hmm. It's going to be fascinating to follow this ride. We think we had our hands full with Donald Trump and just following that presidency. This will be extremely interesting overseas. Matt Rivers,
2: all right. Oh. There's a there's another video I want you to bring up right now. There's one that I sent you to people. Uh, it was uh, Bill Mayer and they're talking about nobody votes for their pocketbooks.
5: Mm, when did you send me
2: that? Uh, today, I sent it to you. Some point today, it was because
5: um... I pulled all the ones you sent today, and I didn't see that.
2: It might have been yesterday. Then it might have been something I saw yesterday, and I sent it to you yesterday. And the reason I sent it to you, anyway, Bill Mayer had this chica, this chick on, and she went on this clip about how nobody votes for their pocketbook. Which I'm confused. If nobody votes for their pocketbook, how did we get out of the Great Depression? Yeah, because we didn't get out of the Great Depression because of anything that, quite honestly, other than a war, that was the reason we got out of it. But when when LBJ finally left the office after his two very three very extensive terms um, and they finally put the regulation in, everybody's voted by their pocketbook because think about the 80s shit reagan almost lost or no reagan won because of carter's fuck up with the fuel the the gas price thing but when reagan fucked up in 82 or in 83 and we had the lines again at gas pumps he almost lost the 84 election so when you look at people saying oh nobody vote bullshit nobody the whole reason I'm voting against joe biden and I will vote for donald trump is because of the fucking the economy money. it's the economy 90 all of it's you were saying it's the economy that. stupid Everybody's saying it's the economy. There's not the only people right now out there saying it's not the economy are liberals, true communist leftist liberals. They're the ones that are saying nobody votes for their bullshit. Nobody votes for their pocketbook. You know what I vote for? I vote for when everybody's making money and everybody's getting along and everything's swimmingly good. The only reason it wasn't swimmingly good through Donald Trump's presidency is because of liberals being honest. I mean, seriously, think about it. What? Who was who was raging? Who was in the street? It wasn't us. We were working. We were trying to make as much fucking money as we could. Why? Because everything was great. Everything was good. Who was in the street? Ah, oh, shit, that was the liberals. They didn't want to work. What was the number one meme going around during the, the riots when Donald Trump what was the one thing left on target shelves? Work boots. Why? Cuz nobody there tr- was trying to get a job. Think about it. Does it not make sense? We we just saw we were me and you. We were watching this shit this morning on the TV. They were talking about these lazy girls what what's this lazy quitting job thing? Girls quitting jobs or whatever. Lazy girls whatever. It was Some crazy shit about how you keep your daughter from being a lazy girl, getting a lazy job. And I'm thinking to myself, you know who they're calling these lazy people? The people that don't want to work for a company for 90 hours, for only 40 hours worth of wages. Yeah. These are the people that they're calling lazy.
5: You know, I figured out when I worked, when I, when I switched, when I switched from hourly into salary, and thank God I still got tips. Like I was the only person that ever got tips at the front desk, but that's because I need my guests and whatnot. Um, but I figured it out at one point when I was doing the job of the director of operations, but didn't have the title or the pay for it yet. And I was working 70 hours a week with what I was making. I was making less than the person answering the phones. Salary sucks.
2: Not even that. It's not even salary works if you're paying them for the job they're doing. Mm -hmm. But when you ask them to do more than what they're doing and you don't pay them for it, the reason that hourly works is because look, if all you're going to do is pay me this much, this is how much work I'm doing. That's exactly how much work I'm going to do.
5: Quiet quitting.
2: Was that what they were calling it? They well, were calling it lazy girls. I know, but
5: they've been calling it. that It's a trend going quiet quitting, basically, where they're just like, I mean, they're not Look, quitting I've their already, jobs. They're just, you only pay me for this much. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not, not picking up my no. phone after work. Nope. I'm not answering emails from home. Nope. I'm not getting on conference calls on a Saturday. Nope. No, no. Nope. You pay me to work from nine to five. I work from nine to five.
2: That's Done. it. That's it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, more people should start acting them. that way. Go back to an hourly wage. Does it suck? Yeah, it blows. But guess what? You control it. Yep. You'd be like, no, fuck you. I'm not working for that. Oh, you want to volunteer? Well, it ain't me. You better get one of them salary pricks because I ain't volunteering for shit. You pay me an hourly wage. I am not fucking volunteering for dick. Yep. You want to pay me salary? That's a different story. But you're not paying me salary. Anyway.
5: Well, here is the uh, the soon-to-be, the newly, I guess, the present elect of Argentina. Yeah,
2: this is good. I'm going to have to read this for you. This is going to have to be a read-in. Um, you can't give a shit about the, you can't give shit. Al sordo de mierda no le dar ni un. Can you can de- define shit leftists? All collectivists, all kinds of collectivists. But why do you. le pones de mierda, shit? digamos? because they're shit. If you think differently from them, they will kill you. This is the point. You can't give shit leftists an inch. If you give them an inch, they will use it to destroy you. You can't negotiate with leftards. You don't negotiate with trash because they will end you. If they, the left, have a guy that beats I can't, his I wife see.
5: off, it's one of them. He puts on the green scarf pro-abortion and yells about neoliberalism. And then they try and hide it. Uh, and if they try to suddenly, if there's. If, Hold on. It puts on the green scarf, yells about neoliberalism all the time, and they hide it. If suddenly there's a journalist that meets. Uh, another journalist. Mm mm-hmm.
2: They hide
5: it. Oh, that molests another journalist. They hide it. When it's one of them, they hide it. They hide all of those aberrations. Now, if you are on the other side, they will ruin you. They'll kill you. They will throw you everything. They don't care if they ruin your whole life. Why? Only because you don't think like them. And do you know what's the good part in all of this? Because since to er is human, since everyone can be mistaken, they force us to be better. And since we are getting better than them, since we are crushing them in the cultural battle, we are not only superior economically, we are morally superior. We are aesthetically superior. We are better than them at everything, and that triggers them. And since they can't beat us with real arguments... They just use the repressive apparatus of the state with loads of taxpayer money to destroy us. And yet they're still losing. They had to remove the blacklist. You understand? They're losing. They're desperate. Shit leftists are losing the cultural battle. For the first time ever, they are concerned. Those
2: shift leftards. Sheila. So really quick, dude. look at her face. No, no, I know. But really quick, let's not get carried away again. Let's not fall in love with this guy. Yes, he is something to be watched. I mean, he's this is on a mainstream political talk show in Argentina. It never happened here in the States. No, never. This would never happen in the States. Never. The closest we come to this happening in the States is when we have a debate like we're about to see this NBC debate in like 2 days or 2 weeks. We we I think we might actually air this one. And I think Just, Trump
5: is going because the Secret Service is currently um casing out the joint checking it out. Really? Yeah, so I think that people are are saying Trump might be gone because what other reason would the Secret Service have to Yeah, they don't check check out the nope. debate area. Well,
2: There's- no, they're getting closer now. People are starting to get but they all know nobody's, that nobody's they, all know that, Trump, they all
5: know that Trump's the nominee. They wouldn't and why why bother to check it out for anyone else? Yeah, that's it. Honestly.
2: Hmm. Trump's gonna show up just to piss off NBC. I mm-hmm. can't wait. This is gonna be epic. Oh yeah. Yeah, he is.
5: <laughs> epic. Well, and this is uh this, speaking of Trump. I tell you, if 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 a Republican ever said this about a Democrat.
2: There would be an investigation on the Hill immediately and they would be gone. Forget would, an
5: investigation. They get raided by the FBI. They get they get that knock on their door. They get their door busted down. Probably, yeah. They get thrown in jail. They'd whatever. probably get
2: like terrorist threats added exactly. to it. And they'd probably say, yeah, you were going to do this, that, and the other thing. And next thing you know, you're looking at a 30 year prison sentence. Mm-hmm. Let me check this out.
5: Hmm. For Dan Goodman to say this on TV. No. I'm also turn to Trump of course and just some of what the reporting has been around uh, some of his conversations also as we anticipate a year full of trials next year I want to take a listen to part of a conversation that he had with uh, ABC's Jonathan Carl about January 6 and get your thoughts on the other end
13: you told them you were gonna go up to the Capitol
0: where you just I was, no, I was going to and the Secret Service said you can't and then by the time I would have and then when I get back, I saw so I wanted to go back. I was thinking about going back during the problem to stop the problem, doing
2: it myself. Secret Service didn't like that idea too much. So, so what, I could have done that. And you know what, I would have been very well received. So
5: there's been so much speculation, contemplation, discussion of what Trump wanted to do, what he knew or didn't know. I mean, do you think as a prosecutor from a prosecutor, this is something that could be useful in the case against Trump? How it will it be used?
14: Yeah, well, I mean, look, he says uh, I would be well received because he knows that the people who were there are his supporters who he riled up and incited to invade and riot at the Capitol and try to disrupt the proper counting of the Electoral College votes. So every time he talks, he's uh, putting himself into a bigger criminal hole. Uh, but the, but his, that's not his objective. His ob-
2: Wait a minute. How do you, how do you figure this one? fuckstick? dick. Seriously. No, I'm dead. I'm asking a serious question minus the fact that I just called him a fuckstick because I think he's fucking stupid for what he's saying. Trump was never went. His motorcade was never, there was never a schedule for him to go. He said he wanted to go. The secret service said, no, what is so hard to understand about this? The man listened to the secret service and he didn't go. He didn't rile anybody up who would rile people up and then ask to be there to watch the shaming of what they do. You know, who does that? Liberals do that. That's the guy who lights your house on fire and then stands there when the fire department shows up to put it out. And then he watches the whole thing. We call them arsonists. They're just like Joe Biden, Hillary, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Shift, Swalwell, all the rest of these faggots. He's no different. All right. Well, we haven't even gotten to the good part yet, so
14: objective Mm. is purely political at this point. Uh, Politics don't work in a courtroom, as I think he's finding out in the Mm. New York attorney general's case in New York, a civil case. And and that's going to continue in his criminal trials. But his rhetoric is really getting dangerous, more and more dangerous. And we saw what happened on January 6th when he uses inflammatory rhetoric now. And his recent true social post uh, is incredibly, incredibly scary for anyone. Uh, that might be trying to work in government. And um, it is just uh, uh, unquestionable at this point that that man cannot see public office again. He is not only unfit, he is destructive to our democracy, uh, and he has to be, uh, he has to be eliminated.
2: He has to be what? Well, babe, you can take that 25 different ways from Sunday. How would the FBI take it if we said that about Joe Biden? That's no, it's not the FBI we'd have to be worried about. We'd have to be worried about the Secret Service at that point. Exactly. That's a different story. I've said hang Joe Biden before, and you can say that. It's part of your First Amendment right. Mm -hmm. You just can't carry it out. You can't act on it. You can say all sorts of shit about everything and everybody. It doesn't fucking... Why are we... Why are we so concerned about words these days? I never understand. Mm. Never. Never well, yeah. in my whole entire life. they
5: there. saying the quiet part out loud.
2: You sent me this one, too. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. This is the quiet part out loud.
11: But, you know, Republicans have a base problem. Their base controls their party. 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 Right? right. And so that's why Donald Trump is going to be their nominee.
2: You're right. It is a base, like Democrats. Right. What do they do with their base? Yeah. We'll get back to it in a couple of yeah. weeks. I mean, the, the Republican base
11: is running the show. They run the show. Yeah. And that's why, I mean, the book bands, Moms for Liberty, Liberty had a really bad night. I mean, bet. all of this stuff is because Republicans cannot control their base i uh, so the saying goes democrats hate their
12: base republicans fear their base and that's really playing out right now yeah. and you see i mean not the democrats hating their base as much I'm not no that's that's just kind of that's the yeah. political you know yeah, i've been bit saying bit it bit in a long
15: time, time. Ah, ha, ha, ha. democrats oh. do hate their oh, base oh,
5: Oh my God, here you go. Um, I'm sorry. Was our country founded on the premise of for the people, by the people? Or was it founded on the premise of the government over the people?
2: For the people, with the people, through the people. So everything should, is through the people. Shouldn't
5: all parties be controlled by their base? Yes.
2: Democrats have given that up years and years ago. So did most Republicans, believe it or not. Well, it's that's just true, recently because MAGA is taking back over mm-hmm. and now the base is controlling the Republican Party because mm-hmm. we have a leader we can stand behind yeah. Most on most things. On most things. I wouldn't stand behind him on COVID at all. Or, or the jab. jab. How about this one, though? <laughs> this is something weird that came out the other night on, uh, Jesse. And I wanted to play this. Um, this is, uh, uh, you know, big Mike Johnson. He, he, uh, he did his bit. He released the video, mm-hmm. but what, what didn't he release? Mm. Why? Hmm. It's a good question. Better question.
9: January six committee has destroyed almost 50% of their evidence. The Democrat-run January 6th committee is missing one and a half terabytes of data. This is an enormous amount of material, records of the Capitol Hill security failures, video of Trump cabinet depositions, emails, text messages, gone. And who knows what else they deleted? Remember, the January 6th committee only aired and only reported what Democrats wanted you to know about January 6th. Anything they didn't want you to know about the 6th wasn't made public and it looks like it was destroyed. We might never get to the bottom of January 6th because the January 6th committee destroyed their evidence. This has never happened before in Congress. January 6th committee has destroyed-
5: Not only that, but they were specifically told that they had to keep all of their evidence. When the January 6th committee was taken down essentially, they were very specifically told they had to keep all of their evidence hmm. all evidence in any congressional ap- investigation has to be kept it is against the law to destroy that but who will be held accountable
2: I don't know that's the question but what what did they destroy why did they destroy it that's a great question mm. and if you're supposed to keep it why get rid of it
5: because it doesn't
2: fit what your does it narrative? cover up what are you cover you know what I get what I bet they covered up
5: hmm What do you think they covered up? Yeah, that's why I've only got forty of the forty four thousand.
2: Just anyway, move on. Okay.
5: Here. Next this, this is what um this is what they maybe this is what they covered up.
2: Could be. Well, no, that wouldn't be in January six tapes. Mm, no but i bet mm.
13: they got rid of january 6th evidence
2: Mm -hmm. but is was there probably some 2020 evidence in there yeah probably who knows
13: who came up with the could you go back one slide who determined the the number 420,987 from the 2020 election was that your organization that determined there were that number of failed signatures or was that the number reported by all of the counties in, in arizona
15: so, Madam Chair, Senator Bennett, that number is based on a a, um, a review of a quarter of the 1.9 million envelopes from the 2020 election. We used 150 trained workers that studied the Secretary of State manual and followed those guidelines, and then they analyzed each voter record individually. Once we got the statistics for that first 25% or 400,000 ballots, then it was extrapolated to determine the final number. Those are Maricopa County. That is just Maricopa County. Yeah, That's the point I was
13: going to make Madam chair is I think Maricopa County alone uh, had 2,089,563 ballots in 2020 and one about 1.9 million of them were by mail. And so your group analyzed about 25% of those 1.9 million in Maricopa County, came up with a percentage that you considered to have failed signature verification, then you extrapolated to get to the 429, 20,000.
15: Madam Chair, Senator Bennett, that is correct.
13: Thank you.
16: Okay, proceed.
13: Damn, that's... <laughs>
2: And the rest of it comes out. Told you. And it just keeps, it, it just keeps coming. coming. This is not good. Yeah. This is showing that again, that Maricopa County alone should not have been counted. How the f- hmm. mm-hmm. I know we've covered this before a billion times. But... Here's another one. It just keeps coming out. This is getting horrible. Like we know, we are a hundred. I am a hundred percent positive right now. The twenty twenty election was stolen. Hundred percent positive, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, I, between I, what's going on in Fulton County, what's going on in Maricopa County, what's going on in uh, up in Michigan, what's going on in New York, and what they just found in Boston, and everything else that they've got in Virginia and Wisconsin. Folks, there is no doubt in my mind at this point, we have enough circumstantial evidence that the 2020 election was stolen from us. Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, you're right. And yes, Leo, I, I, I forgot to mention that. Thank you. In Argentina, they managed to count millions of ballots by in a matter of hours by, by, hand. by hand because they were all paper ballots. Yep. But it takes us weeks to do it electronically mm-hmm. for stuff that's done through computers. That doesn't make any sense. That um, makes no sense. See all in the Foxhole chat asking about Liana. Understand that um, when we... Liana, hold on. Liana left here at midnight um, and it, it took that long because she ended up having a flat tire right before she left. And so we were in my parents' driveway, like literally we go to pull out of my parents' driveway and her tire is flatter than fuck. You can't even believe it. Thankfully, she and my dad have the exact same truck. Well she was driving her son's truck and they had the exact same truck so we were able to take the spare off of his truck which took forever because it has never been taken off or used in 7 years but it was a full size spare um and well, she 10 years Okay. okay, whatever. Anyway, and then she had to drive all the way home. Like she didn't get back up into Northern Atlanta until like five o'clock in the morning. She had to get a new spare tire or a new tire so that we can get a tire back so that my son can get the car. Anyway, she had a crazy, hectic, insane trip. So she's taking a little time off. Give her a break. She'll be back soon. So, okay. Anyway, uh, here we go. This is in Michigan.
14: In a nutshell, we've, we found several other things using uh, open source data. Um, there is a, a gentleman named Eric Lutzen, and um, he has matched up a list. He started looking at voters above the age of 80 that were um, registered for voting and and did vote on uh, in in Michigan, and 17,327 uh, Michigan voters. Also had a corresponding obituary, and uh, I didn't print that whole thing out, but I can give you that uh, website for the tabular data, um, and it's uh, about 350 pages or so. So in the uh, the essence of time, I'll
12: uh, there's pause, that, it, pause, pause
14: it out. We'd be happy to, uh, to chat to if, if there's any other specific information.
12: Stop.
2: That's the problem, Veronica. Look, Veronica, this is the reason. You can't say that. Look, if we let this go, if we memory hold this, if we stop this, we can't prevent it again. You see what I'm saying? We have to find out how they cheated. Why? Because we've got to know what we're looking for the next time we go to the ballot box. We only got a year left. We ain't got nowhere in how they cheated. All we know is we we think there were the 2,000 mules. We think there's enough evidence for that. We think they were stuffing ballot boxes and they're still stuffing ballot boxes. Mm -hmm. And if you think that's going to change before the next election, you are fucking way wrong. A matter of fact, this, if we even make it to the next election, if we even get there. So I don't even know that we're going to make it to Christmas right now. We need to be out there watching these ballot boxes like fucking hawks. Because you're going to see the same shit you just saw in Bridgeport, Connecticut with some lady coming up with 50 ballots stuffing it into the box. Mm -hmm. Every ballot box in this country has to be surveilled around the clock because this shit can't be going on anymore. And let me tell you something. If there is even a hint of someone stuffing a ballot box, and you can kind of get an idea how many votes are there. I think that should be legal at that point from that ballot box. Those you take out the top, whatever they are, however many votes you think she put in there, you take out those top and you throw them away.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Why? Because fuck, fuck both candidates. If neither one of you are watching the box and nobody knows, at that point, who gives a shit? Because you know what? I, I I say that some of it is the Democrats' fault. Well, we know it's the Democrats' fault, but it's also fault. What are we doing as the American people to secure our elections? Are we going out there watching ballot boxes? Are we watching for this shit? Are we looking for the 2,000 mules? We've been educating you all on it for the last four years. We've been telling you about it. There's fucking mules. There are people putting ballots. There are people stealing ballots out of people's mailboxes. When are Republicans going to start standing up and saying, wait a minute, we got to do something about it this time. Look at this guy down in fucking whatever the hell it is, Argentina. He was telling his people, get out there. He was marshalling his people to get out and watch the election. Vote yes, but watch because watching what these leftists do is the scariest shit. Because they're the motherfuckers that fuck everything else up. No Period. shit.
5: You you want to Oh, uh, you guys want to hear something seriously fucked up. And this hits close to home because I remember when when Mick retired and we had to go through a whole garage full of army gear, right? And we had we oh got twenty one years worth of it. We had lists and like we're looking for shit. Um there was a couple of things. That we had to uh, like go down to the Army Surplus store and pick up because well, we picked them up for cheap. Um, and then we ha- still had tons of stuff left over because 21 years, like they only want a certain, they want the most expensive gear back.
2: Not really. Well, I, I got to keep most of the expensive. Shit.
5: That's true. But most anyway.
2: Badass shit. But.
5: but um,
2: was never on my property record. So I got to say.
5: Exactly. Oh, so I'm walking out with this. But this guy. Oh, I feel bad for these guys. This is so funny. This is up. horrible.
17: I want to share something with you guys today. I want to holler. I want to scream. I want to yell. But it won't do any good. Um, today is gear turn-in day for me. I turn in all the gear that I've collected over the last four years of being active duty with the Army, with the 82nd Airborne Division. Two years ago, my unit deployed to Afghanistan for the Afghanistan withdrawal. We spent a few weeks over there. It was hectic, it was chaotic. It was disgusting. And it made me very disappointed in our government. Today, I'm reminded of how disappointed I am in our government. Go to turn in my gear. They wanna charge me 500 to a thousand dollars for gear that I was ordered to leave in Afghanistan two years ago. Because as the last two birds were sitting on the tarmac, ready to leave. There wasn't any room for extra gear, or extra weight. Therefore, we were told to leave it. Some lower enlisted dudes, including myself, were like, no, this stuff is expensive. I'm not leaving this. I'm going to get charged for this when it comes time to leave. Don't worry. We're going to catch you on the back end. You we know, We'll flipple it. No. It's time to get out of the army and they just want to charge you for, for that. Meanwhile, We can continue to give millions of dollars to the Taliban. We can give billions of dollars to Ukraine. We can give billions of dollars to student debt relief. We can give a bunch of stupid stimulus checks. We can cut those to the American people. But we can't cover $500 to $1,000 for a dude that left gear in Afghanistan. For a dude that left gear in a place that you put me to begin with. The government is so stinking backwards right now, man. This administration's last priority is the American people. And and inside of the American people, their last priority is their soldiers, their Marines, their airmen, their, their, their Navy. So messed up, man. I thought today was gonna be bittersweet getting out, but I'm just so happy to separate. I'm very, very excited to stop serving my government and just getting started serving my country. Sad. Today is November 20th. This is the amount they wanna hit me with leaving service, $3,561. I'm not asking for help, but if you wanted to help, I would greatly appreciate it. I'm gonna swallow my pride for the sake of my family and post my Venmo in the comments. Thank you so much.
2: That's, um, look, You guys want to talk about fucked up shit? Let's talk about some fucked up shit real quick. little glimpse. I was in the hospital. uh, After my surgery, there was a Marine that was laying in the room right next to me. And uh, he was missing uh, half of his... So if you you can see Velen's head here. All of this, from this part of his forehead to this part of his head here...
5: You guys have seen him. He was on the... the... Wounded Warrior Project
2: commercial. He was missing his brain. That whole part of his brain was gone. And he was, you, you uh, know what his mom, I heard his mom talking to his dad. He said, You know what the Marine Corps just sent us a bill for? His helmet.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that didn't save his head. Yeah.
2: He's shot in the helmet, folks. The Marine Corps sent him a bill for his helmet. Now, don't get me wrong. That was written off because they were like, Well, you don't do that shit back then. That was under Trump. Now, now these guys went over there in Afghanistan. They were ordered. They were ordered. That's called a combat loss. Look, folks, I had body armor burn up on my body. You know why I still have that body armor today? First of all, the plates saved my life. But second of all, the medic that was there said, hey, these plates saved your life. You should probably keep these. These are like lucky quarters. You keep them in your pocket. When you when you survive something like this, you hold on to it. I've held on to those plates ever since. You want to know why? Because they were written off because it was a combat loss. Man, it seems like this government doesn't give a fuck about any, not Americans, not soldiers, not nothing. All they care about is, tell me something, just a quick, just thought about this today. Why isn't, why don't I see more protests about Ukraine? Dead serious. We're protesting peace in Palestine, but nobody's protesting for Ukraine. Ukrainians, you mean to tell me you're a bunch of pussies? You know, I've met, I've met a bunch of Ukrainians and I've never thought you were pussies, but man, why aren't you guys asking for peace? Why aren't you asking for Russia to back down? Why don't we have this massive push to make Russia back down? Where are the protests in Moscow? Where, where, no bullshit. We should be protesting right now. Ukraine. Oh, man, there's no protests about Ukraine, though. Why? Because there's no war going on there. Well,
5: they still are. They're still sending money
2: there, though. Oh, yeah, because we've got to have a way to funnel money to our child sex trafficking things that America's keeping going on. There you go.
9: Israel, um, the Biden administration has this hundred and five billion dollar security age package um, on the table. What's the chance that it uh, it gets passed before the end of the year?
11: Well, um, it's a critical priority for the president and critical to the national security of our country. Um, I can't prognosticate about the timetable on this. Um, I'm pleased that Congress has passed legislation to keep the government open and running, but it really is essential that uh, this aid be provided both to Israel and to Ukraine. We can't allow... Uh, Ukraine to um, lose a battle uh, on the home front because it lacks enough money to keep uh, school teachers in the classroom and first responders on the job when it's fighting valiantly um, on on the battlefield. So uh, Ukraine is utterly dependent on this aid. We need to join um, others. The the are. Uh, our- Look, I, I get what this bitch is saying, but look, shut the fuck up, you old
2: cunt, all right? Janet, shut up and sit down. I've got a serious question. Why are we not, why didn't you just send protesters into Moscow? It seemed to work here in, in America. Why not just do use your same playbook that you were using here in America, but no, use it, oh, because the KGB and the... GRU and the FSR, they'll kill you. Oh, oh, that's, oh, that may, that, hey, liberals, you want to protest something? You want to protest something real? Go over Russia, protest in Russia. See how long that gets you. Well, here, here's the Secretary of Defense.
5: Well, not really, because he didn't actually, you know, sign uh, sign his oath of office, but uh, he pretends to be the Secretary of Defense.
7: Hello, I'm Lloyd Austin, the Secretary of Defense. I'm here on the ground in Kyiv where I just wrapped up a day of robust discussion with Ukraine's leaders and delivered an important message. The United States stands with Ukraine and we're gonna be with them for the long haul. This fight matters to the free world. The U.S. is always gonna be on the side of democracy. And as the Ukrainians continue to show grit and strength in the face of Putin's aggression, we've rallied allies and partners to stand up to Russia and to make progress toward a brighter future. Because that's what American leadership is all about. And our resolve is stronger than ever.
2: Uh, Lloyd Austin, if you are the picture person of American leadership, we are fucking screwed. Because you haven't led anything shit you didn't even leave your lead your kids out of the womb for christ's sake dude get the fuck out of here bro i've had more experience with that than you have jesus you you couldn't even lead people out of a wet paper bag you fucking moron stop i know exactly what type of soldier you are you're a fucking idiot period point blank that's it he is a fucking moron folks okay so general or not he's a fucking moron Last night, Mick went to bed early
5: because he had to work today. Um, you know, I had my mom's today. Went
2: yeah. to bed at normal time. Yeah, that's early. Well, for you. <laughs> yeah. Just because you don't go to bed till midnight because you don't get up at fucking six o'clock. I do morning. get up at six o'clock, I get up with you. All right. <laughs> you don't. You're fucking dead asleep. Stop.
12: Uh-huh. And then you're like, hey, come do my neck. Yeah. And, and, and that's it, like, that's not till six six thirty, six forty okay. most mornings. Anyway. Stop.
5: All right. So I go, I go to bed two hours after he does and I get up 30 minutes after he does. So anyway,
2: 40 minutes (laughs) and you're not even awake. 90% of the time you go back to sleep. So shut up. That's not true.
5: Because by the, by then it's like, by the time we're done, it's like seven o'clock and I got to
2: get up anyway. get up and start the show and all that good stuff.
5: Exactly. Anyway. So I went to bed last night and, uh, football was on and I turned it off immediately and I started scrolling through to see what was on and Mark Levin was coming on. Okay. I was like, let's see what what Mark has to
2: say. By the way, Cisco, I was rooting for your okay. Vikings last night. So I, we're not going to watch this whole thing,
5: but I want you guys to see. Just
2: how no. about you show your video? Because I think it's better your video. I think you're better. Well, was, I want uh, that's fine, but you I can't hear that. Well, I want you
5: guys to uh, just listen first. Listen to Mark Levin's opening. Okay, uh, but the, it's it's right off the bat, so we'll we'll see it pretty quick. I mean, I literally took my video because. I saw this and I grabbed my phone off the charger and it's broken. So I actually got a piece of glass in my fucking finger when I did it. Um, and, uh, and I started recording and I like zoomed in on the screen.
2: That's why there were band-aids all over the countertop this morning in the bathroom. I was wondering, I was like, what the fuck are the band-aids doing out? Who's no, Band-Aids no, out?
5: no, no, no. That was from oh, that was from when car. I sliced my finger open with my razor yesterday.
2: That's another. Uh, see, and she tells me I don't clean up.
5: Oh, anyway. All right, listen, oh, never- listen to Mark's opening, and that's fine. You know, he, it's, it's hypocritical to the 10th degree. Um, but then watch
18: BB. I know, See Jeff, if you see what I, I know. I see. I'm thinking about this. How many armies on the face of the earth have been trained not to kill civilians? As a matter of fact, has our army been trained not to kill civilians? I'm just curious because I don't know how many civilians died in Afghanistan. Our media wasn't keeping count of that. I don't know how many civilians died in the Korean War, in the Vietnam War, I just don't know. Um, I don't think Churchill gave a damn about how many civilians died when he was trying to defend his country. I know Franklin Roosevelt didn't give a damn and I sure know Harry Truman didn't give a damn. And so it's very strange, we have a country in Israel that is the only country with a military, to my knowledge, that is trained not to kill civilians. And they're up against an enemy that is trained to kill civilians, both their own Palestinians and Israelis. So I sit here as an observer of the corrupt, pathetic American media, question after question, right out of the box, every single time, Mr. Prime Minister, what are you going to do about the civilians? So Mr. Prime Minister, I want to welcome you to the program, and I want to ask you a different question. How is the war progressing, and is
8: Israel winning? The war is progressing well, and we're going to win. We have no other choice. It's going well because we put our forces on the ground. And coincidentally, actually, there are fewer civilian casualties because we called on the civilian population in Gaza to leave. Hamas tried to stop them at gunpoint, actually using gunfire to prevent them from leaving the uh, zones of battle, but they left. And so the number of civilians is actually, uh, those that are killed are, are is going down. The number of terrorists is going up, we're destroying their infrastructure, their command posts, their rockets, their underground tunnels, and we're going to win because we have to win. This is a battle of the forces of civilization against the forces of barbarism. And if barbarism wins in our part of the world, Europe will be next, and America will be next. Because the axis of terror, of Iran, Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis, and their other minions, will imperil the Middle East, and then spread their barbarism to the entire world. Israel is fighting our war, but it's also fighting America's war. It's fighting your war, and our victory will be your victory. Side than it is on the other.
5: Okay. So Mick and I have been having this discussion going back and forth since I showed him the video that I took earlier. It lo- To me, it looks like he's wearing a mask. To me, that line, that shadow line that doesn't move. And I see the shadow move, but that line, that color line between... Right here. Yep, between but his... But this one does,
2: and so does this one. Yes, but the, the primary moved. line underneath it no, not yeah, but that's a scar. It's the same thing I got on my fucking neck. Uh, or it could be a mask
5: line. Could be a scar, could be a mask line. Could be either or. I don't know. BB always looked
2: retarded, so I always thought I mean, he looked that
5: way. You know that... The, the stuff that we've seen about the
2: masks these days you gotta wonder they i really i agree do. i agree but if i saw something there that actually said yeah you're right I, I i just don't see what you're seeing what do you guys think do
5: you see a mask top gun we've had russell J gould on the show here before Um, he didn't like our questions and he dipped out before he answered. He just, he like dropped about halfway through the interview, just ended the interview, just left. So we, we won't be doing that again, but thanks for the suggestion. Anyway, what do you guys think? Um, mask, no mask.
2: I don't know. That's a tough one. So like, I, I I would have to like, man, up to being there to like where i could touch him and like grab his nose is like touch
5: true with everyone i mean just got to just just got to you, you know, know walk up and hit him in the head with a baseball bat and see if they yes pop yes,
2: the wink yes i agree that's what you got to do <laughs> i i think that's what we have to do these days because i think everybody's been replaced by a blank so fuck it or well most of these morons have and they're doing what fucking george soros tells them to look at this he's look i i know you can i you want to know why we don't know how many civilians died in afghanistan or how many civilians died in iraq because we never fucking we never kept count of that because anybody that came against us that fought against us you just killed them we killed them and we consider them terrorists that's it That's why you'll never know. How many civilians died in Vietnam? We'll never know. You want to know why? Because anybody that started shooting a weapon, you were part of the Vietnamese. You were part of the Viet Cong. You were fighting against us. We fucking killed you. You shot at us. Mm -hmm. Look, it goes back for everybody that's saying, well, this is just genocide. No, it's not. This is not genocide. This is what war is. Look, I told you all a long time ago, It's not going to be pretty. When it comes here, it will not be pretty. You are going to see people do shit that you never thought people should do. You are going to see people do shit that you didn't even think think was possible. You're going to watch people kill people, and there's not going to be a care in the world. Look, war is not pretty. People do what they have to do to survive. That's it.
5: All right, someone in here said either a mask or a slight droop from now we already played issues. this.
2: We already played this. Did we? Yes, we did. We've already played this. I don't think I thought Yes, we already played this.
5: I thought you just played it for me. I didn't think we played it. No, on here. we played it yesterday. No, we didn't. We we
2: did all January 6th. And oh, that's right. We did.
5: Yeah, we, no, did I, know we I know
2: we played this. I know we have played this. I know we either played this we, Friday. All right, then we played a Friday because you sent us Friday. I, I know we played this. I right. know for a fact that we played this because mm-hmm. I let you get your 30 seconds of yeah, holy shit. What the fuck happened to you? All right.
5: Well, anyway, fine then.
2: <laughs> you want to get hot? Was that a vaccine injury? <laughs> She's all sitting there with her half droop. You guys saw the half-drooped lady that we played on friday right i i'm not losing my mind i'm pretty sure i'm right on this i know we played it she's got an eye that's like half closed she's only 21 years old she's had like uh, she she's had heart attacks and strokes 30 of them they're many they're not major they didn't kill her but now her eye she's completely blind she can't see out of her eyeball she can touch her eyeball with her finger it's yeah. crazy all right. Anyway. Uh, you know, Lady uh, Lily Liberty is saying, play it again. Well,
5: we'll play it. Uh, We'll play it after. Because right now,
2: it's yeah, we're that gonna time. Get yeah, it is about that time. It oh, is that time. It's exactly that time. Close
5: it's 420 cool. avocado time.
2: Avocado. So, you know what time it is, fuckers. If it's about that time for you, it's legal where you were at. You could smoke it up. It's time to smoke it up. Burn it down get you some of the good green sticky icky icky and oh by the way smoke didn't quit or snoop didn't quit smoking no but that was
5: on the mainstream news media it only lasted 24 hours
2: that was an ad that was an ad yes i sent it to you i sent you the new ad okay it's a gimmick folks Snoop's still smoking weed just like we are he ain't gonna quit because i ain't gonna quit
5: I still might have to go watch Fifty First Dates again, though. Why? Just because quit pretend, uh, Snoop pretended to quit smoking weed for an hour. Did he? <laughs> I don't know, but you know that was in that. No, movie, that was so. a
12: joke.
2: I know it was a joke that Adam Sandler told. He said, "What is Snoop quit smoking weed again?"
5: No, no, it was in the movie that he put together for her on Fifty First Dates. You know where she can't remember. She wakes yeah. up, and forgets
2: everything. Snoop, stopped smoking weed for mm-hmm. an hour and started smoking weed an hour later. Yeah, he puts it in the video.
5: That's why I said I have to go watch the movie again.
2: That was funnier than shit. Hey, so when are we going to change the Electroculture Freedom Gardens intro ad? How much more do we have to sell? Before it's gone, before the, the sale's over?
5: What, for the $17 off? Yeah. I Five more. Five more. Yep. Five more days. Yep. Right. Yep, yep. I get to film new ads
2: here soon. We just got to get that, uh, well... It, it's the same ad. Oh, right the Survival
5: now. Essentials? Yeah. Yeah, that's... yeah. I've got to update that. Oh, the 40% off is Survival Essentials. It's survival-essentials.com. 40% that's still off. going on right yeah 40% when? off, um, I think, through the end of the month.
2: Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to play it every day. Well, why do you keep the No, but it's up? for
5: it's for um. Uh, Black, Friday. Black Friday, yeah. Black yeah. Friday. Yeah. 40% off. Your seed needs, survival-essentials.com with promo code DEFIANT. Works great with electroculture because you can buy electroculture all day long, but if you don't have anything to plant in the ground, it's not gonna be any good.
2: Shit, you use this time to stock up your own shit boxes because mm-hmm. you get the best deals for the best price. Yep. Biggest bang for your buck.
5: Yep, exactly like honestly like for christmas this year the kids really kind of don't want anything i mean all right the little one wants a basketball hoop and a basketball i'm actually quite okay with that um and uh, and he wants a phone and i laughed at him because um, they're not going to work anyway but whatever um i don't even know what the older one wants but it doesn't matter he's 17. but uh like for us I want prepper gear you know (laughs) like let's get a three months uh, supply from my patriot supply for Christmas you know like for a present for both of us that kind of a thing you don't uh, do you need more material shit do you need more stupid shit honestly like I go through the kids closets and I'm so done with this because I go through the kids closets and we used to do this every year we'd go through and and uh, take any of the Toys that they hadn't played with for a while, and we would donate them to the daycare center or, you know, wherever the, the YMCA, you know, um, so that other kids could get use out of them. And if our kids were there, they could still play with them. But they understood they were giving up their toys to make room for new toys. So I go through their closet when I was moving everything around for Liana to come in, and I'm like, there's stuff we got him for Christmas last year that he hasn't even opened. And that happens every year. I'm, no. We don't need more material shit. We don't need more stupid shit. Give me practical stuff.
2: Give me shit I'm going to use. Exactly.
5: Give me stuff I'm going to use. Like, uh, honestly. And so when we were talking in the car today because little one came with me to my mom's to help me work. And, uh, and we were talking about, you know, what do you want for Christmas? And he was like, I mean, I was like, I was kind of thinking about painting and deep cleaning your room for you for Christmas. He, he was like, that would be awesome. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but
2: then I'm just going to yell at him because he's going to fuck it up in a couple of weeks and then he's going to use ass beat because his mom spent all that time cleaning his room and fucking he'll be beholden Well,
5: to- it needs to get repainted anyway if we're going to sell this place because when yeah. we change the wall, like one wall is just primer right now and I already have the paint for it. I just need the time. So I will make the time and paint his room for him for Christmas. But... You know, it's, it's the practical stuff. It's think about what Christmas is really about. And our Christmas isn't even Christmas now these days. They took Christ out of Christmas so long ago. It's not about the birth of Jesus anymore, as it should be. But Jesus wasn't even born at the end of December. So we should celebrate that in the spring or in the fall. No, it was spring. Spring, yeah. April. April. With Closer the, to with April first. Year.
2: Closer to April first than
5: when we should celebrate our New Year. January
2: first. Yes. Mm.
5: But how do we? How do we fix Christmas? Because God's going to fix Christmas. We ain't going to like it. But how do we fix Christmas? How about we start doing things for other people rather than buying things for other people. Can't afford them anyway. Seriously. Can't afford them anyway. Make things for people. Do things for people. Stop buying things for people. Take the commercialism out of Christmas. Put family back into it.
2: You know, you fuckers out there, a lot of you remember being kids in the 70s and the 80s. If you grew up like I did... Your mom and dad weren't very rich They didn't have a whole lot of money, but you always tried to figure out something that you could do for your mom and dad for Christmas. Me and my brothers would always go down in the basement. And the night before Christmas, we'd be furiously working on some wood project that we were trying to put together to give to mom and dad for Christmas. Now it was the most disgusting fucking thing in the world that would never work and it never did what it was supposed to, but it wasn't about that back then it was about the labor that you put into it we've gotten so far away from that we are fucking light years from where we were in 1978 or 1979 we now now we just call alexa put this on my shopping list or better yet siri Put this on my shopping list. Although
5: I do plan on getting our son. I found this very cool compass, like old school compass.
2: Why don't I just give him the Linzetta compass that I have like three of?
5: No, because this is like unique to him. It's pretty cool. It's like his style comes in this leather pouch. But he told me that, you know, when he gets his car, he's never going to be here anymore. He's going to be out and about. I was like, well, as long as you're going to afford the gas anyway. Yeah. I was about
2: to say, dude, so, uh, but because uh, that costs some money and the gas tax is about mm-hmm. to go back. They're about to repeal that. So. Yep. But then he can always find his way home,
5: <laughs> but a compass will come in handy in many situations.
2: We should get a one that gift. we should get one that he, uh, attaches to his, um, Zipper on his pants, his girlfriend already knows how to find it. No, not for that, but that's ninety uh, percent of the times that's where we hit our fucking <laughs> our compasses was on the hanging off the zipper of our pants because oh, it's the last thing you checked. You never looked at it. And you could get through all sorts of places and still have a compass on you. If you knew if you had a compass, you know to get the fuck out of there. That was the point. Wow,
5: so speaking of holidays,
2: Uh, Start with the opening prayer. Start with the actual opening prayer, because I think that's more important. This one? Yes. Okay. This is the opening prayer this morning from the uh, pardon of Liberty and Bell, which is the two dumbest names I've ever heard for turkeys. But whatever. I'm pretty sure Liberty and Bell will be pissed off about it.
7: So anyway, please get rid of Joe Biden and bring back the real president, Donald J. Trump. Amen.
2: So when? <laughs> oh, oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. That's not the the actual. <laughs> that was from <laughs> D. Trumpo this morning. He he dropped that one. That was very funny. I thought that was hysterical. So. Well, yeah. anyway, scratch out for the pill side. And yeah, we'll we'll get into the opening. Of the pardoning, here you go. As he was practicing for mm-hmm. talking about his son and his brother,
7: I hereby pardon Liberty and Bell.
1: Fuck Joe Biden!
7: God damn it, Trumpo, You got me
2: again! Damn it, Trump Fuck Joe Biden! <sighs>
5: And it's his birthday. It's Joe's birthday. He we, does not deserve to be a Scorpio. And honestly, um, we, we should we should sing
2: happy birthday to him. No, we should not. Uh, I, I think we should. No. From China, from the great state of China. And we'll sing it in, in Mandarin Chinese. So he understands it. No, I, I, I don't speak Mandarin Chinese. Oh, OK, well,
5: I should probably learn it. Hold on.
2: Yeah. So this also happened today, and uh, pretty sure that this is probably uh, Joe Biden having the Hershey squirts. I'm not really sure, but watch the awkward walk back to the stage, because. dude that motherfucker had the green light all of a sudden the jumpers hit and he was like i gotta get the fuck out of here dude i gotta get in that shit or my depends are gonna be full (laughs) but it depends
5: now, they did actually try and ask him questions, but, you know, he doesn't. Yeah, he he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't he's, he's not prepared questions. to answer. He's not
2: prepared. Ever. mm Mr.
7: President, is a hostage deal near? Sir, is a hostage deal near? Mr. President, is a hostage deal near?
5: Oh, we forgot to drop the stream. Shit. To drop the red pill. We
2: did. We That's sure did. One there. Bye, red pill.
5: Bye, red pill. Sorry, y'all. Shit.
2: My bad. We forgot.
5: All right. Oops. Okay. Let's go back.
19: I believe so. I'm not prepared. I believe so. Yes.
3: I'll So
1: you
2: believe the brown. I, I, I'm i not prepared to talk to you. I can't tell you, which means you just told us, dude. Yeah. So now we know there is a hostage deal going on. Something is going on. And uh, what we've heard so far is 50 hostages is what Hamas is talking about giving up. Now, look, there's a video I saw the other day of this was back in 1983 for one Israeli soldier the Israeli government gave up a thousand a thousand quote-unquote hostages as the Israelis called it no these were criminals and uh yeah hmm huh. But but Joe, you're only getting 50. Is that, does that even seem like it's a good deal? That to me just even begs the question about the deals, you know, is. Who's negotiating this shit? It sounds like the Qataris are. It doesn't sound like we're doing dick to negotiate this. Because I'd be asking for twice as many hostages. I would not be asking for fucking 50. I'd be like, look, you want this shit to stop or release all the hostages. You want your kids and all these people to stop getting killed, release the hostages. Then we can start talking. You have my people still until my people are released. I am going to kill your people until they're released. You think it's hard. You think it sucks. What would you do? What would you do if your kids were in jail? How many people would try and stop you to get to your kids if they were in jail? Oh, now that it's on the other foot, feels a little different, doesn't it? Well, Joe, I had more important things to
5: worry about—children. Uh, uh, you know, Joe loves children; they're they're his his favorite.
7: Thank you, thank you. And I love your ears. I love them; they're really cool. What's your name?
5: Catherine. Catherine.
0: What a beautiful name. That's my mommy's name. Well, nice to see How old are you? 17?
7: Six. Thank you. Thank you. And
2: I love you. Yeah. Okay. Tell me he's not a sicko. A fucking pedo. Dude, that's huge pedo. Seriously. He, it... That's huge pedo. He really needs to stop doing that. That's disgusting. And, and look at the wife. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa. Go back to that. Bring that up. Bring that back up. I want you to put that up. Watch... Here, mute that shit so I don't have to hear that sick pedo. But let's watch Jill's face if we can see it. How long we can see it. Oh, she gave that look over to the guy. Yeah. Standing there going, what are you doing? Yep. Oh, shit, I didn't put it up on the screen. Hold on. Oh, 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 she got a look. Folks, there's a look here. Watch this. Watch Jill's face. Watch the... Pink jacketed bitch. If you didn't know, look at her. Give the look like, what are you doing? And he's he's like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. What am I supposed
5: to do? What am I supposed to
2: do? These people have been cleared. Yeah. And, and, And does anybody else disagree? This is supposed to be a happy occasion, right? Hold on. Hold on. Leave that. Leave that. Bring that back up. This is supposed to be a happy occasion, right? Thanksgiving, right? They're pardoning some turkeys today, right? Mm -hmm. Why does the black woman in the background look so fucking angry? I mean,
5: well, there's, I mean, she does smile. Oh no, she, she thinks it's great that Joe's going over and talking. But if you go
2: way back to the beginning, man, when she's just standing there behind him, she looks fucking angry as fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I have to be thankful for? I don't know. He's your president. You voted for him. We didn't. Mm -hmm. Don't you can accuse me a lot of shit, but don't ever accuse me of being a fucking Biden voter. I will punch you in the face for that. That is a guarantee and I don't give a shit if I get my ass kicked either. Call me a Biden voter. I will fucking kick the fuck out of you because that is bullshit. I never voted for that retard. Not once, not twice, not any time. All right. Well, we'll go back to talking about the hostages now
5: because KJP had a press conference
2: talking about the hostages. (laughs) Of course she did. Here you go. (laughs)
7: <laughs> John, you, you talked about the negotiations, everybody's been sort of talking about the swirl of, you know, the contacts between the U.S. and Israel and Qatar and Hamas. Um, what, when you talk to the family members, one of their deep abiding frustrations is that it's, I think, day 45 and they don't have any information, proof of life, conditions that, that normally the Red Cross would would go in would at least you know determine something about the fate of their you know some of these people are you know believe that their their loved ones either are sick or need medicine or or have been injured or whatever. You know, is there is there nothing that the US and Israeli governments can tell the hostage families without compromising the 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 ongoing negotiations to actually get some release? And if not, what, what to what do you explain what do you think explains the fact that the Red Cross hasn't been able to get in there.
4: I can't speak specifically to the Red Cross access. Um, you know, Hamas has control here over where they are and how they are. Uh, uh, so it, it could be an issue of Hamas holding, ho- holding that kind of access
2: Holy shit, you are such a fucking liar, John Kirby. I am calling you out right now because I used to work for the American government for over 21 years, you cocksucking motherfucker. We have done debrief Red Cross agents and Red Crescent agents. Do not give me that shit, John Kirby. You are full of fucking shit. We have assets in both organizations. don't tell me that we don't don't tell me that now magically we can't get in touch with our red crescent agents or you cut them off Mm -hmm. in which case if you cut them off you're a fucking idiot because you know the information they provided in the past because they're the only probably neutral ones we've got Europe. Man, I cannot believe the balls on this cocksucker to come out here and say, well, we don't know why they can't. Bullshit. You're stopping them. That's what's going on, Kirby. Stop bullshitting a bullshitter. We already know you're full of fucking shit. It's coming out your goddamn nose right now. You are lying to the America This is a Folks, this is a straight up lie. Mm-hmm. This is a straight up fucking lie. And he knows that as well as I do. It ain't no big secret that we done recruited people from the Red Cross and the Red Crescent before. Because we, we're the, we know they're the only ones that can get into certain areas. He is so full of shit. It's been so obvious in the past. How do you think we got all those people out of Guatemala back in the day when the FARC took all those Americans? The Red fucking Cross. Because they gave us the positions of the locations of the camp. This is not a secret. It's been a known thing. It's why I hate the Red Cross. I can't stand them oh man, this cocksucker pisses me mm.
4: yes, what the fuck? Uh, I can tell you we're doing the best we can with the information that we have to keep the families informed, American families informed. Uh, we, there's not that many of them. Uh, we know who they are and we're doing the best we can to keep them uh, I- informed, including to keep them informed on the, the process of trying to secure release. Um, but it's a, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to lie here. It, it, You know, there's in some cases a paucity of information. I mean, it's just.
2: Pause this really quick. The only reason I want to pause this. You want to know why I know this cocksucker's fucking lying his ass off right now? Watch his lips. Look, people. They're moving. No, well, that's they're, one of them. They're moving. That's one of them. And he's breathing still. Yes, those are two very good signs that he's lying. But the other one, physically, when you put your hands, like you take your hands, I got a desk here. I got an edge, right? I can grab it with my fingers and I can keep my other hand flat. Uh, When you do that, you stop the normal reactions of your body from lying. The one thing you can never cover up, especially when you're speaking, are your lips. See how he keeps pursing them? He keeps putting them together, making sure he's closing his sentences. That is a sure sign fire. My kids do it to me. I have caught him every time they lied to me. The best way, like right now, if I fed this cocksucker a cracker, he would choke to death. Why? Because his throat and his mouth are so dry. It's like he just took 12 hits off a bong. It's not a bad idea. And his mouth is like concrete right now. You give him a cracker, that motherfucker will choke to death. Trust me.
4: It has been difficult to get any great detail on every single hostage where they are how they are you know and uh, uh, and, and move that process forward in terms of informing the families does it, we'll, we'll do what we can we're informing them to the maximum degree we can uh, they have a right to know everything that that, that we know um, and we'll just we'll just keep doing it on our own as best we can
5: thanks so much John has the president had any additional calls with world leaders about the hostage deal today nothing I'm tracking today. But the last time you spoke to Prime Minister uh, and then it was at the, last
4: and the, last chat, the last call that they had.
5: Can you just give us a sense of the level of trust right now? And I know you can't speak to specifics, but in these negotiations, how much
12: trust is there in those conversations about between all parties over the hostage
4: deal? It's a negotiation and uh, it's over human lives. Um, uh, you, you do the best you can going back and forth with the arrangements, um, which we're doing right now. Um, and at some point when you come down to executing, you know, when you hit go, then you're counting on everybody to meet their commitments. Um, and that's what, that's what we're doing.
2: Lying, lying. How many, every time you see somebody's order, uh, now you're going to sit there and go, "Well, shit, are you lying to me? (laughs) See, this is what I teach you. These, yes, that could very well be depending on what you're talking about. He was asked a very direct question. And halfway through it, when he started talking about the hostage again, how that they're involved in the negotiations, his lips started Hmm. pursing. And I said, wow, really? I don't think you all are involved in any part of these negotiations. I believe the Jews have got this because they are better at this than we are. I don't understand why. Again, we are getting I get it. There's 20 Americans. When the Israelis show me that they've failed, then we step in. But till that time, let them do their job. They're really good at it. And let me tell you something. There's one thing those 20 Americans that are still being held captive right now have. They're Americans. You don't want to bring America down on you. And you know, they just saw what we did to Iraq and Afghanistan. So you got to know that the Palestinians are thinking if we keep these people, if we kill one of these people, we are fucked because they're going to bring their people here and they will be here for years.
5: I don't know what they're going to do. What? I think that we're going to let. Israel handle Hamas. And I think they're going to use this constant stream of attacks from. What did they call it? Proxy Iranian forces.
2: Correct. To destroy Syria. To destroy Damascus, Damascus. specifically. Mm-hmm. No stone left. No
5: unturned. stone left unturned. Nope. In fact, those two carrier groups that are sitting off the coast of Lebanon right now, well, Israel, and Israel, Lebanon. And Lebanon right now, they're just waiting for the word go. That's it. They're just waiting on that go word, and as soon as they get it off it'll go and the little king will pick up his chair off the beach and move on to the next one so um yeah that's what i think's gonna happen well they might even nuke it
2: they'd have to Mm -hmm. that would be no stone left unturned
5: yeah i think they'll nuke it they'd have
2: to Because we saw what one of our tactical nukes, two of our tactical nukes already do. Mm -hmm. Hiroshima and Nagasaki, I would have to say that there wasn't a stone left unturned. Yeah, yeah. In both of those cities. So, but. Just saying. Either way.
5: But here's a a little fucking moronic Joe for you. Stupid Joe. This man is such an idiot.
14: You could say even this harder than getting a a ticket to the Renaissance
7: tour or 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 Britney's tour. She's down in it's kinda warm in Brazil right now.
5: You mean Beyonce? Fuck.
7: Beyonce.
2: It's not Beyonce. That's Taylor Swift. That's in no, Brazil it's, right it's, now. No. Mm, Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift is currently in Brazil right now. Okay. Why? Because I know tonight that it they banned, Britney, that's for sure. they oh, banned yeah. all fucking uh, in Philadelphia on all re- radio stations. They banned any Taylor Swift music and they held up to it. Philly held up to it. Good for them. Hey, they oh, yeah. banned all Taylor yeah, yeah. Swift because tonight's Kansas City, Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it should have, uh, it will be starting soon.
5: He turned 81 today, y'all. Yeah,
2: that's a scary thought.
5: Isn't it, though?
2: It really is. And he still is thinking that folks are doing. (laughs) Brittany? There was. Brittany hasn't been relevant since she was dancing around her kitchen. Nice. Come on. (laughs) No shit. Um, No. Oh.
5: Well. In New York City. Do y'all hear about New York City? No, hold on.
2: Not that it's a big worry of most of ours.
5: I mean, not really. They are having to cut basically billions of dollars oh, wait. from.
2: No, no, no. Go to the other one I sent you. I sent you one of a rapper. I- it might be. No, nope, keep going. Keep going. Actually, you know what? I want to do this one first. Before you get into this, this is the one I want to do first. This is, uh, folks. All
5: right. If you want to do that one, then we'll do this one. Let's
2: do this one first. All right. And then you can find the other one and set that up. So really quick. This is uh, a crazy thing that's going on right now. And I don't know if you're all aware of it. I know most of us don't think about it, but the homeless in America are Believe it or not, it, it's crazy that this is a percentage, 60% of the homeless in America are American veterans. So let me let me give you an idea of what's missing here. This is some scary shit. This is like New World Order, Red Communist State, scary shit. Watch this because they just cleaned up San Francisco. Yep. You got to start asking questions now. Where'd they go?
16: Yep, exact same instincts here. I've been living in a vehicle now for five years. About three years ago, they did this over in San Jose. I noticed that this traffic went up to Sacramento, California, uh, at least a good portion of it, and it turned into the largest homeless encampment at that time. Now, that's what I thought was going on with this over in San Francisco. However, about four days ago, I noticed that the population of homeless in Sacramento evaporated also. Their stuff remains but every single one of them is just magically gone. Same thing with San Francisco. Now here's the thing, we have to find those people. We absolutely have to find those people. Because again, if you and I both are the only homeless people that I know of that are uh, around, then that means that they were targeting churches, shelters, food banks. They were even using the EBT system and I can prove it because about two weeks ago, California cut off my food stamps. I've been back and forth with them on the phone trying to get that done. And then then since I got this news about San Francisco, I gave it up because it made me realize that that is how they're finding us. They're triangulating and making sure we vanish. Now, again, up here in Chicago where I happen to be, the homeless population did the same damn thing. Where are they? Where is everybody? It is important that we find these people because this is what will make humanity extinct.
2: They're doing it to people. There's a oh shit, Jesus! Damn! Think about think about this for a second, folks. This is this just happened, San Francisco, folks. They cleaned up San Francisco for these Chinese fucks coming in. Where'd they go? Where'd they go? They kill them. Here's part two.
16: Humanity extinct. They're doing it to people whom otherwise would be throwaways anyway. Most of society doesn't give a damn about a homeless person. They really don't. You can find homeless services for a dog a hell of a lot easier than you can even for a homeless woman or a homeless child. It's ridiculous. So they have no problem making us vanish. Here's the thing, though, is it's only one step away from doing it to anyone they please. So we absolutely have to find out where the hell these people are absolutely because if they decide one day they don't want a middle class they could just make y'all disappear this is why you can't just be like ah not bad news didn't happen to me no you have to get into this one you can't let this one slide not at all not at all you got to think about it from the grander scheme you've got two homeless people left and probably only been left behind because we have an audience here on tiktok You probably only have us left behind because both of us got the instinct to leave the services alone. We know that the government didn't do anything nice with those people. You know they didn't do anything nice because of how the government rolls. Don't you think they'd be out parading saying, look at what all this stuff we've done? Again, the last and final time, again, where the fuck are these people?
2: Look, y- you say what you want. Holy shit! You say what you want. That's some. That's some next level shit right there. That's really bad. It, and if you guys are saying about the white vans, true. If that's true, holy fuck, folks. Where do these people go? Because yes, middle class. We could be next. Mm-hmm. Why? Because how many times do you use your ATM card today? Where do you use it at? All I got to show up is where you show up at every day. Once I identify you, I can eliminate you from there. Done. Hmm. How many of you still use cash? Probably not a bunch. Some of you do. Some of you are some holdouts like me. Got to keep a hundred bucks in your wallet because your dad taught you that years ago. I, folks. I'm, I'm not trying to say the old people knew the right things all the time, but what they did know carried them through time. Something I have noticed about us is we're so willing to forget about time that we just don't give a shit anymore. Hmm. Literally, I've looked at kids in the face and said, well, what are you going to do to eat? Well, I'll just go down to the road, the grocery store. It's like, what about when the grocery store doesn't have any food anymore? Oh, I don't know. I guess I'll die. You just give up like that. You have no backbone, no internal stamina to say, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. You ain't taking me that easy. Look, I came fighting in this world. I'm leaving this world. on my fucking two feet. Let me tell you something. It's going to take a hell of a lot more to take me down fucking something somebody's got down here. And that is my wholehearted belief and fuck all that shit because this is this is about way more than if they're just doing this. Do you understand what we're seeing here? We're seeing a test run. Who do you do it to first? You do it to the homeless. Why? Nobody will miss them. Mm -hmm. So They do it to the homeless. Who's next? Well, we'll just take a third off the lower middle class. Are you in that bracket? Are you like me in that bracket? Are we going to be just escorted away to another world? Because they're going to take us to a place and shoot us in the back of the head and leave our bodies somewhere to rot in the ocean? Oh, yeah. Well, that doesn't. Oh, no. That happens in communist societies all the fucking time. Go ahead and ask anybody from the Stalin era. I'm sure they'll tell you all about it. Might not be people doing it. It, it. Well, could it be? No, I...
5: No, no, I'm not saying that, you know, that God raptured all those homeless. I'm saying that... Um,
2: there, actually, there's some proof to that, that might be positive. However... Um, Said he'd take care of them first. Sure. If that was a rapture, then, man, we're really fucked because the next thing you know.
5: All right. So let me let me ask you this. Babe. You, you spent quite a bit of time in Saudi Arabia. <sighs> yes, I did. You, you've been in Dubai. Many a time. Many, many With, times. Uh,
2: I, I pretty much could also hold it. I know how to drive around down there. Let's just put it that way.
5: Okay. Have you ever seen anything like this in Dubai?
2: Up into the rain, no. Have I seen lightning like that before in Dubai? Yes. There's a lot of static electricity in the desert. Nothing like that. I've never, ever, ever, ever. It is a very dry. Uh, the biggest storm you normally get there is a sandstorm. Uh, never have I ever seen anything like that before.
5: And when it's dry like that, the... all right, like you know, it's wet here all the time. It rains here all the time.
2: I've never like seen camels. camels. Look at the camels. Yeah. They're just standing there going, what, what the, the fuck? fuck is this?
5: You know, it rains here all the time and our ground absorbs the moisture constantly. Yeah. Down there,
2: they, it can't. It can't. It's so hot. It just can't, it can't. absorb the water. It's, the, the the sand itself carries so much heat, it will fucking... It just... It, it... Jesus, look at those camels. Yeah. That's too bad.
5: They're literally getting washed away in the flood. Yep. Camels learning to swim. Never thought I would have to. <sighs>
2: like, like you said, you're gonna see shit you never thought you'd never see before. About to get really weird. Yep. Is this not weird? This is really weird. This is fucking Dubai. It was a desert, folks. Okay.
5: You want to see something weirder?
2: <sighs> That's pretty nuts. I don't know if you can top that one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know.
5: I saw this one too. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah, hold
2: my beer. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. She's going big. She's going big, folks.
5: The river runs red. Another river in Russia has turned beetroot red after a major incidence of contamination by a mystery pollutant. That's what they're saying. According to the Daily Mail, the Iskatimka River is one of several rivers in Russia that has undergone a mysterious discoloration. Y'all want to see this? Uh, not to
2: me. Yeah. Yeah. Did, did we play the Mary statues? Yeah. The other day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know how they're tearing right now. You know those are the tears for man, right? Uh huh. You know when Mary tears blood, that's supposed to happen. That's supposed to show her love for her son Mm. who died on a cross. Mm. And that's supposedly a good sign. When you see regular clear tears, that's a bad sign. That's really bad because then you start seeing shit like this where rivers are turning blood red. And they'll turn the rivers as dark as sackcloth. Turn the, no, moon, the moon to sackcloth. The rivers will run red. red with blood. And the moon will turn red with sackcloth. Mm. Hmm. Um, Interesting.
5: And here's...
2: another
5: Oh, no, no, no. This is Archbishop Vagano. Okay. He's a good one.
2: Okay.
5: About the only good one. Okay. Like... You know that joke I told about Patrick and Bridget wait, waiting for you know a priest to marry them up in, in heaven? He'd be probably the only one up there.
17: Okay.
19: Those no. who do not adapt to this fourth industrial revolution will find themselves ousted and will lose. They will lose everything, including their freedom. In short, Klaus Schwab is threatening the head of government of the 20 most industrialized nations in the world to carry out the programmatic points of the Great Reset in their nation. This goes far beyond the pandemic. It is a global coup d'etat against which it is essential that people rise up and that the still healthy organ of state start an international juridical process. The threat is imminent and serious. Since the World Economic Forum is capable of carrying out its subversive project, and those who govern nations have all become either enslaved or blackmailed by this international mafia. In the light of these statements, and those of others no less delusional than yuval Noah Harari Shraab's advisor, we understand how the pandemic fast served as a trial balloon for imposing controls, coercive measures, curtail individual freedoms, and increase in unemployment and poverty. The new step will will have to be carried out by means of economic and energy crisis, which are instrumental to the establishment of a synarchy government in the hands of the global elite.
2: Gerbs or Wix, whichever one is typing, I'm so fucking over it. I've been over it. This is my point. So look, folks. If we ever truly revolt in this country, one of the things I disagree with him on is this one part. Unfortunately, in this country, it will have to be violent. Why? Because Because we don't know anything else. We don't know anything else. We only know violence. Think about it. One of the best money makers right now in America is the UFC. I, I didn't see the Catholic Church rolling out there fucking making billions of dollars on fuck. No, no. Instead, I see the NFL where we crush motherfuckers all the time. I still haven't seen any trainee jump out there and try and jump in an NFL uniform. Can't wait to see that one happen. But when that day comes, we'll cross that bridge when it happens, but they will be leveled and probably decimated and dead. So it'll all be good. But my point is this, if we're not going to stop it in the NFL, if we're not going to stop it in high school sports, if we're not going to stop it there, Where and how do we stop it? Because the only thing that people respond to in this country is violence. You, for instance, let me give you a perfect example. Just take it back to the beginning of the show. January 6th. Let's talk about January 6th again. What changed in our country post-January 6th?
1: Hmm.
2: Not a fucking thing. Nope.
5: Except that we started to wake up and understand that we're losing more of our
2: freedoms. We did. Not everybody else. We did. But when the rest of you did, look at where we're at now. So what did change from January 6th to now? Now the rest of you are just aware as I am that the media is full of shit. Mm -hmm. And they've been lying to you since day one. They've showed you a scripted narrative. They put it together. They put it out there and just rolled it out just to see who bit onto it. And man, did everybody bite onto it. Mm. And we're still suffering it right now because there's still a group of Americans right now that only get their news from NBC, ABC and CBS and Fox news even worse Mm -hmm. i this is it we can't we can't win if we're not trying to convince other people that hey and how do you do it you gotta have a nut you gotta be yeah you gotta be ballsy you gotta walk up to them you gotta laugh at them when they're wearing masks in front of you you gotta tell them what are you wearing a mask for i thought you were a christian don't you believe in god i just laugh at people I I see a cross around you. Don't you believe in God? Oh, you believe? Then Why are you wearing a mask? Because I I don't fear anything because he's going to take care of me no matter what.
5: Well, before we get out of here, here's some liberal logic for you. This is just for fun.
2: This is 101. So you guys already know this.
5: Mm -hmm. Liberal logic 101. Here you go.
6: Liberals be like, if you ban abortion clinics, abortions will still just happen illegally. But if you ban guns, no one will ever get shot again. Liberals be like, men can get pregnant and have periods too and don't you dare say otherwise. And another thing, until a man can get pregnant and carry a baby, I don't want to hear his opinion on abortion. Liberals be like, I hate racists and then go and vote for the guy who said that he's gonna ban falls and blunt raps to save the black community. <laughs> Liberals be like, busting a window in the Capitol building because you're pissed off about election fraud just is not okay but burning down your local police department because a random criminal died 2,000 miles away is perfectly fine. Liberals be like, let's get this straight, okay? It was Republicans who freed the slaves. They're racists. And it was Democrats who started the KKK. They're not racists. Liberals be like, I deserve a pay raise, and then fuck up your order at the drive-thru. Liberals be like, let's get rid of plastic straws that are wrapped in paper and replace them with paper straws that are wrapped in plastic. (laughs) Yeah, that'll help the environment. Liberals be like, I don't care that Democrats started the KKK. Republicans are the racist ones. Liberals be like, if a grade school librarian gives their coworker an erotic novel as a gift, that's sexual harassment. But that same librarian putting erotic novels on the shelves for the kids to read is perfectly fine. Liberals be like, 18-year-olds aren't mature enough to sign on to student loans, but 16-year-olds are mature enough to vote. Liberals be like, my pronouns are mentally and ill. This is blue. That is blue, 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 that Third graders are mature enough to change their gender, but 12th graders were too naive when they went and signed on to their student loan. Liberals be like, I hate the flag that represents the country that I live in, but I love the flag that represents gay people having sex with each other liberals be like we say african-american because saying black is offensive and racist also black lives matter
11: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's quite comical i like it
2: good stuff all right thank you Nick, so- for
5: sending that to me <laughs>
2: And, Def, thank you for the big chicken. Yes, I, I showed that to V Lynn. She's going to play it on Saturday. Yes, that's that's hysterical. That's huge. That, yes. it, like, it, if you get a rooster, folks, mm-hmm. the first animal, if it's the biggest one in your property that you introduce her to, it will grow to the same size as that animal. It'll grow to the biggest animal on your property. That's a giant rooster. And this bitch, when we played on Saturday, that some bitch is huge. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, what do you get introduced to? A fucking stork? I mean, damn. He was like, Woo! anyway. Big dude. Mick won't be here
5: tomorrow.
11: You have a meeting? No, I won't. You yeah, have a meeting. Yeah.
5: Heather was gonna sit in with me, but I don't know that she's gonna be here now either. Mm. So anyway.
2: Might need a contact ghost.
5: Yeah. Might reach out and see if he's available. Yeah. We'll she can come it. on for a bit. Yeah. We'll figure it out. That'd be fun. Absolutely.
2: That's right. I do. I have to go. I got a St. Patrick's Day meeting. I got to go to night.
5: Yes, you do. Or maybe Vince, if he's available. Although I know he's always setting up the other shows.
2: Oh, you know what, though? Mm -hmm. I've already been to two. But don't you have to? I could skip this one tomorrow night. Can you? Yeah. I got to sign in the next one. I have to sign in the next one I have to sign in. This one I could skip, actually. You should? Actually, eh, let me find out. Let me find out what my sign-in rate's been. I know it's been lacking lately, but I think I'm still good. Okay. To vote, I, I I think I'm still good. Okay. Um,
5: and then next week, I'm driving across country and back. Well, Heather is, and I'm joining her. We're going to pick up a cow in Colorado. So, what? You and I talked about this. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. We talked about it last night. The kids were there. They're witness to it. Remember, you were like, how are the kids going to get to school? I said, Connor's going to have his license by then. He'll be able to drive to and from school and to and from work. And you said, who's going to take care of the birds? I said, you're going to take care of the birds. They're super easy. They're corralled now. You just put them in at night and you're good to go. Remember? Do you remember that conversation when we were standing in the kitchen? No. Yes. You can ask the children. They were witness
2: to it. What time was this? When we got back from your parents? No.
5: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. no There's no, a no, whole no, reason no. why I didn't fucking no, no, no. hear that it was, conversation. It was before we went to my parents. It was in the afternoon. Because I, I, no, because Liam was there too, and he went to sleep right afterwards. No. No. Then that was. No. 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 He went. He went directly into his room, but he heard the conversation. It was before we went to my parents. We had this conversation. That Heather and I are going to drive to Colorado. We're going to leave on Monday and be back by Thursday. Remember? And our friend Monica down in Florida is going to take the cow.
2: Member berries. Yeah, Any I got you. Any of
5: this ringing a bell. No,
2: no, For no. We're going to have, have to have that, have that conversation so You're going to have to call again.
5: the children and get them to verify. Yeah, but I already I, told you this. I think this
2: is all bullshit. I already told you this. <laughs> oh, the mini cow thing.
5: Yes. Yeah. Okay. now cow. I remember that. We're going to get the mini yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not picking up a dead yeah, cow this I time. Know. We're picking up a fucking live cow.
2: Why are you picking up a live cow? Because. And the, what vehicle are you going in? Heather's truck. Okay. Uh, she's
5: driving down on Saturday to pick up a trailer from Monica in Florida. Okay. And uh, and then coming back up here, obviously, like she's going down early Saturday morning. It's what four hours away. So she's yep. going to do a turnaround trip because we're American. We're not British. We have no problem doing a eight hour turnaround trip and then going to work at the end of the day. <laughs> Exactly. So she's going down to Florida to pick up a trailer. And then uh and then Monday morning after we get the kids off to school, then we're gonna leave out. We're gonna drive straight through to Colorado.
2: Shit, you're leaving me with the show for fucking a week for for four four days. days. Holy fuck. We're gonna have a blast. I'm
5: I'm taking this is
2: gonna be epic.
5: I'm taking your computer with me. And I'm, uh, I'm, I will be joining in <laughs> in the evenings. I might even still do the good book in the morning from your computer. So maybe not the first day or maybe not the second day because we'll be on the road. But it depends. It depends on where we are. But I'll try. Um, so yeah. So and I'm going to call my cousin and see if we can spend the night with him there in Denver. Pick up the count, Aurora. Turn around and drive back. A four-day trip to Colorado. I'm back.
2: Damn. I hope no snow comes your way. Me too. I'm praying. Me too. Because uh, you guys will be fucked. Unfortunately,
5: it's uh, a steer. It's not a, it's not a, we're, we're not getting milk out of this one. We are, however, going to be taking it to the farmer's market so that people can take Christmas pictures with the mini cow. And we're going to charge them money for it to raise money for the farm
2: it's a good way to do it
5: so uh texas trout uh we're gonna be in uh, my cousin lives in denver and the cow is in aurora which is you know just on the outskirts of denver so yeah um so yeah and i know my i mean i lived there for five years i know my way around so but text her yeah you get it yeah text me Anyway, we'll
2: hook up somewhere. Till uh, then, depending on where you are in Colorado, we're gonna get the fuck out of here for now. Mm-hmm. Uh We'll be back tomorrow night, five forty-five for the pre-show, six p.m. for the regular show. She'll be back tomorrow morning, eight, 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. for the good uh, book. The good book. Yep. I have no idea if Liana is gonna be on or not. Um, she so, did. She did say when she was here that she was gonna take a couple. Like
5: she was like, I don't know that I'm gonna do
2: a show next week. I might take the week off. So we'll so, see. we'll figure it out. Till then. um, We'll be back. Um, we'll see you tomorrow night, fuckers. Yeah. Have a great night mm-hmm. for the make. And be Lynn. Later, bitches. Thanks for watching, y'all. See you.